So, we're learning how to live one day at a time, uh, taking one great thought in our minds all through the day. And the thought today is just wow. Just wow. Psalmist says, the heavens declare the glory of God day after day, they pour forth speech. But how often we miss it. A uh, line that I love from Elizabeth Barrett Browning, she says, the earth is crammed with heaven and every common bush is a fire with God. But only those who see take off their shoes. And too many of us don't see, and we never take off our shoes. And that's why I'm here with Ron Johnson. <laughs> a lot of you will know Ron from his business career, uh, inventor of the Apple Store, Genius Bar, all that stuff came from him. I mean, that's wow. CEO of JCPenney, now leads a company called Enjoy that is creating amazing experiences with people in technology. But I wish you knew Ron's spirit. Uh, I'm not sure I know somebody who has an appetite for life, curiosity, a sense of wonder, um, an ability to engage with people and with work. And it goes way back. I got to meet Ron's mom and dad uh, and his brother and sister and, and wife and kids, and they're amazing. Um, but Ron, you just embody this. And I thought as people think about going into their day-to-day, -day, not just a regular humdrum, um, eyes closed day, uh, what is it that you do? What wakes you up? How is it that you maintain that spirit of wonder and curiosity? What does that evoke in you? Well, it's, it's great. Well, John, thank you for inviting me. What a treat. And you've been such a good friend uh, for so many years now. You know, when I, I look back, I grew up in a close Christian family and my parents brought me up. But I work in a secular world. I am in business. So how do you bring your faith to work? Yeah. And I remember I was in my 20s and 30s and I learned about virtue. You know, how do you become a virtuous person? And, and you and I have talked about this before, you know, back to the 380 with Plato, Aristotle was trying to live, perfect a character over a lifetime. Yeah. And there were these cardinal virtues, I think they were, these mm -hmm. four or five things that mm -hmm. if you perfected those, you'd live a great life. Yeah. And I read about those and I just embraced a few of them. One, humanity, mm. just the love of people. How do you practice the love of people mm. through work? Um, courage, how do you be willing to do things that are hard? Yeah. Wisdom, how do you have a curiosity wanting to learn? Uh, another one, I didn't make the list over time. Transcendent, I think, transcendence. <laughs> you'd think after 1,300 years you could stay on the list. Yeah. But transcendence, is this just appreciation of beauty yes. and excellence? Yes. And so those, I just take those things and I wake up every day. Hmm. How can I love, how can I practice humanity? Hmm. How can I be transcendent today? Wow. And I just try to do that. And, I, and I, when I do it really well, I feel really happy inside. Yeah. What... Uh, what do you do in those times when you wake up and you don't have any sense of enthusiasm? Has that ever happened for it you? It does, but you... I just get out of bed and get started. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I'm one of these very early to bed people. Mm -hmm. Eight o'clock, I'm reading. Yeah. And I wake up without an alarm and I start my day and just get caught up. And I, the other thing I've done for a long time now is I try to get completely caught up so I don't have an email to do, a text to respond to, a phone call to mm. make. So I can so just you're really be present. Free. I'm free all day. Yeah. And that gives yeah. me joy. Yeah. You know? And do you find, does uh, enthusiasm come more naturally for you when you think about work, solving a problem, when you're with people? What, what? I get what, energy, what I get energy from people. Yeah. I really do, but I get energy from creating things. You know, I like to imagine things that haven't been done before. Uh, 
and take the, like the genius bar was really fun, you know? How do you make, we're trying to reach new customers. Well, if you're gonna switch from a PC to a Mac, you're gonna need help. So what if we had a place where the smartest people in town could help you, mm. and we'll call it the Genius Bar. And I just got tickled just thinking about bringing that to life. I remember years ago, you told me your favorite phrase. I don't know if you'll still remember this, but it really struck me and uh, the thinking behind it. Do you remember? Make Law Visual? Uh, well, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but that's it's a one really of good one. <laughs> one of them years ago was In the Beginning. Just that and the, it's in the my beginning. favorite. No, I love... So talk about that a little bit. Well, what what know, is it about that that speaks to you so deeply? Well, I just want, as as a person who's you know read the Bible and cares deeply, the first three words in the beginning. Yeah. You know, life is about new beginnings all the time. Yeah. Every time we screw up, we get yeah. a chance to begin again. And I love the idea of doing something for the first time. I love to travel. Yeah. But I love to create things. So yeah. when I went to Apple, the beginning was making the Apple. When I started Enjoy, the beginning of the company. I just like beginnings. They make me happy because beginnings, there's no baggage. There's just opportunity. Well, I like how you would challenge me on that one. Sometimes people that speak or write, do stuff that I do, can just end up saying the same old thing. Yeah. And um, there's no life in that. There's always risk in beginning something new, but there's new life and there's no life in just going back to the old. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, when I think about wonder and curiosity and engagement? It's not far from worship. Right. How do those dots connect for you? How do you think about worship? Um, how does God come into that picture? Well, I look at God as being this supreme individual that's always present, that is so far beyond anything I can imagine. Yeah. Okay. So to grow closer to God, you got to be willing to move beyond what you know now. Mm. So you search for more wisdom. Mm. You look for more beauty. Uh, you have courage to try new things, yeah. right? Because that's what God does, right? That's what God did. I mean, you look at just where we are now. This is a really beautiful place. Well, I was going to say, Ron selected this setting with lots of care. And if you take a look, uh, there's an awful lot of beauty in this picture right here. Yeah. Beauty is a really important thing to you. I think it's beautiful in the world. Of I design. Think, I, I Why do. is that? Um, I think it's really important to God. Huh. I really do. I mean. Huh. I think we all have a place where we feel our best. Yeah. Some people it's in the mountains, some people it's at the sea. But I think nature has so much beauty. It's an intuitive reminder of there's someone here or a God yeah. to me. Yes. And so I just love being outdoors. Yeah. My wife gets mad at me, you're always outdoors, put on your sunscreen, <laughs> wear a hat. But I, I just love being outdoors, yeah. you know, because I feel God's presence when I'm outdoors. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we were made to feel God's presence outdoors, but a lot of times we don't connect the dots. Yeah, yeah, but it's pretty yeah. easy. To get. That's the beauty of the pandemic. We've all spent more time outdoors. Ah. I mean, where I live, you know, all of a sudden the pandemic happened, we had neighbors. Mm -hmm. You know, they came out of their houses. And, yeah. and uh, I think that's one of the beauties of the pandemic. It's forced us to rethink our priorities. Um, when I think of the word wow, mm -hmm. uh, I think of a guy that you worked for directly, Steve Jobs who's probably as associated with that word as about anybody and uh, and about the end of his life, the story mm -hmm. that you told me about that. Mm -hmm. um, say a little bit about Steve and wow and wonder and the end of his life, whatever that stuff evokes for you. I think that sure. would be Sure, you know, it's fun. See, I had the privilege of working with Steve for 12 years. Yeah. And I remember when we started, he asked me, what time do your kids go to bed? And I said, about eight o'clock. 
He said, good, I'm gonna call you every night for about a year. Because wow. he said, once you know how I think, you'll be free as a butterfly to do whatever you think is right. Wow. You only have to talk to me if you're not sure how I think, wow. which is pretty cool. So we got pretty close through the years. And the thing I admired about Steve, he had two things he valued. He loved kind of these, go back to the virtues. Mm -hmm. Learning, curiosity, creating. Steve yeah. loved to discover something new. But he loved beauty. Mm. You know, I remember when he talked about meeting Loreen for the first time, he had given a lecture at Stanford Business School, his wife, and she came up to talk to him and he said, she was the most beautiful person I'd ever met. Wow. That's what he said. Wow. Wow. And, you know, I remember, I could just imagine, like when we opened the Fifth Avenue store and he came and he helped build that glass cube. Mm -hmm. I remember he sat there with me and we just looked at it and he said, wow, it was perfect. Mm. It was beauty. Mm. That's what transcendence is, an appreciation yes. of beauty and excellence, right? So it was kind of interesting. I, I was able to go to Steve's funeral and his sister Mona talked about his last moments. And Steve, you know, was dying. This was about a decade ago. And like a lot of people, he shut his eyes. Then he reopened it. And he didn't say, wow. He said, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Hmm. And he shut him again. He passed away. So who knows what happened there? Mm -hmm. But knowing what he valued, my instinct is he learned something new, he discovered something, and he saw something really beautiful. Right? And it's interesting to think about that. Walter Isaacson wrote in the book that in the last times he talked with Steve, he talked a lot about life after death. Is there life after yeah. death? Yeah. Steve and I had a lot of conversations about it. he's a very spiritual person. Mm -hmm. um, but I love that. Wow. You know, there was something else about wow on that day because my son Will was playing eighth grade football and Bill Campbell was the coach. Bill was Steve's best friend. You've talked about Bill Campbell before. Yeah, Bill, and Bill was the coach. Bill was the coach of the Valley for so many people. And, yeah. and you know, Steve had just passed, he shut his eyes, said wow. Bill huddled the kids together, all these eighth graders, and he got them in a huddle before practice and he said, Guys, my, I want us to shut our eyes. My best friend just passed away. Everyone shut their eyes. When they opened their eyes, they looked up. There wasn't a rainbow. There was a double rainbow. True story. Oh that stretched from Atherton to Palo Alto. Holy cow. And you think there's not a God. <laughs> <laughs> so that's two wow moments in about an hour. Holy Isn't cow. Isn't that a pretty amazing thing? Yeah. But that's where I believe, you know, if you keep your eyes open, you'll discover wow every day if you're looking at the world through a fresh set of eyes. So, take a look at the camera. Yep. There's somebody out there who's watching this and what they're thinking to themselves is, I'm not Ron Johnson. I'm not Steve Jobs. I didn't invent the Genius Bar. I just am an ordinary person doing ordinary things. Uh, you work with ordinary people and see extraordinary things in them all the time. And I, I, I'm, so grateful for Ron because I'm one of those. My life is so different for many, many years, but especially the last couple of years, if there had not been you to walk through, I don't know what I would have done. Um, and you have a gift for speaking to uh, ordinary folks in extraordinary ways. So somebody who's watching this right now and they're kind of thinking their life doesn't seem that special, doesn't seem that extraordinary, what would you say? Well, I think it's what you are working on right now in your life we're all becoming the best person we can be. Yeah. We all have different gifts, we all have different skills, we all have different circumstances. 
but it's about becoming the best. So if you take the value of humanity, how do I love others? Everyone can wake up every day and love somebody. Like we so chat on the good. phone in the morning. So good. That's yeah. I, that's like yeah. kind of love kind of thing. Um, everybody can learn something new every day. Mm. Everyone can appreciate beauty. Mm. Now it's other interesting one, the other big value, if you go back before, this is before Christ in the Greek world, one of the values was justice. Yes. We forgot about that. Think what happened last year. Did. Yeah. I mean, think of last year. That was the priority in 300 BC. Mm -hmm. Well, if we had embraced that for 1300 years, do you think we would have had George Floyd? Mm -hmm. Probably not. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's about becoming the best person you can be. Mm -hmm. And that's how God measures you. Yeah. He doesn't measure you on you invented a smartphone. Yeah. It's did you become the best person? No, that's really good because yeah. you're going to go through the day anyway. Yeah. And, uh, be your best. Yeah. Get a little better. That's what I tell kids. You know, used to coach baseball little league. You say, you know, the player by the end of this year, the one who gets a little better every day, will probably be the best. Wow. No matter where you started. Yeah. And I think that's true for life. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, John. All right. Be a little better. Wow.